everybody. I'm Maddie. I'm Austin. And we are from the Will This Be On The Test podcast. This is a podcast where real medical professionals discuss fake medical emergencies. That means that unless you've been killed by a death eater, or worse, expelled, this podcast is not medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Hi, everybody. I'm Jackson Bain. I'm Johnny Kolosinski. You might remember me from such podcasts as A Million Ways to Preschool, a podcast on early ed- childhood education that I do with guys from OK Go. No. No. This is Hi, Everybody, a bad medicine podcast. Every week we talk about what Hollywood gets right and wrong about medicine and how the body works. Hard nope. Everyone, <laughs> <laughs> no. That was terrible. Uh, Dr. Yeah. J- Jackson Vane, what are we talking about this week? So um, I thought we'd do something a little more recent because yeah. I really we've been really wanting to watch this movie for a while. So we're doing Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, uh, it is possibly the best movie based on a series of car theft films that is all about genetic manipulation and world disease. Yes, but that's been made this year. I thought it was a movie about family. It, it is really. It, it, it's <laughs> it's about it's about Ohana. And Ohana means family, and family means The Rock is awesome. Yes. So it's actually, I mean, this movie is ridiculous in all the best ways possible. Yeah. Um, We're going to talk about it a lot. We're going to pick it apart, and I think we both agree that this movie was perfect. Yes. I don't care how cheesy it is and how people feel about The Fast and the Furious, but this movie is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, highly recommend it. It's available on all sorts of, all, all the paid services right yeah, now. Yeah, it's, right? it's on digital right now. So what is it that drew you into Hobbs and Shaw, other than us seeing the trailer back when I think we were seeing Endgame yeah. for Spider-Man? It was awesome. Yeah. I think it's all because it's based on this programmable super virus, the CT17 virus, or codenamed Snowflake, created to weed out the weakest of people because this was Etion, which is the shadow organization's mm-hmm ultimate plan to weed out the weak right it's it was it's very bad understanding of darwinism yes because they felt well i mean they explained a lot of it as you know humans are ruining the earth and then by culling the population it's gonna basically make it better so that's why it tied in really well to avengers endgame too mm-hmm. is because it's the same exact premise except right. uh spoiler alert they don't thanos it yeah yeah they fail and i think ryan reynolds explained it best how how the thing worked. I don't know if you remembered how, how uh, it killed you. It basically, I, it jellifies your insides. It liquefies your internal organs is what he says. And there's only one way you can actually liquefy your internal organs, at least. Well, they're still internal. Yes. There's like a... Well, actually, I should take it back. There's a few ways, but there's one only biologic way that I can think of. Mm-hmm. But you have to be dead already. To do okay. That. So it's called putrefaction. So it's basically when your intestines... All the stuff that has been held tight by your intestinal walls finally leak out and that's what liquefies your insides okay and uh, that will happen as you decompose correct but you don't really do that i don't think there's any disease that i know of that can cause that unless you had a some kind of infection that's seeded deeper in and caused like gas gangrene or something like that so something that would cause your your gut biome to be outside of your gut outside of your gut yeah so I think Greg talked about this before that we are essentially just a tube. Mm-hmm. And when we eat something, it technically is outside of your body. Right. And your inter- most of your immune system is in your gut trying to keep all that outside from going inside the tube. Yeah. Time is a flat circle and we are... A tube. A, a tube. A very complicated tube. And that's what's trying to keep us all inside. Yeah. We're a walking donut. 
I mean, essentially, you are. Well, I don't know what the other thing would be. Like, a I'm, churro with a hole in it? Yeah, I mean, you're probably more of a churro than... We're walking mm-hmm. a Claire. Yeah, that's probably better, because the, the, the stuff inside of an eclair kind of fits with what you kind of are at that point. So that's how the, the thing works, and it works through... Um, I think they said it's a programmable virus that can target any DNA sequence out there. Yeah, and... My understanding is what that meant, that if it was programmed right, it would only target weak people. But Weak weak people or middle-aged white guys or uh, whatever whatever parameters they set. Because when I first heard it, I thought they were using it as an assassination tool. Yeah. And it would target, you know... Certain people. uh, Steve Smith. Yeah. But it just says it it targets any DNA sequence if you're weak. Mm Mm-hmm. But with Idris Elba, who got all this, like, biomechanical enhancements... Which I want to talk about, because I want that. Would that make... Would him getting all that enhancements change his DNA enough to make him not weak? That's a great question. That's, that's so, a moral philosophy question. It is. I mean, it's hard to say what they were trying to qualify as weak. But also, mm-hmm. them designing a quote-unquote virus to do that, yes, viruses can take like you know viruses Mm -hmm. do hijack parts of your dna to replicate but it doesn't hijack your dna and change it essentially to the core to make you sick right i mean that's not how it works it 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 makes you sick because it's hijacking your dna it's hijacking your dna making more of itself and then the immune response is what makes you sick okay and and what it kind of sounds like is it almost sounds like a form of crispr Mm -hmm. like have you heard of crispr yeah crispr is the basically the dna resequencing to essentially fix my understanding is and tell me if i'm wrong it's to essentially fix dna issues so it's a it's a a way to do it Mm -hmm. um it's a it's kind of a broad term because crispr really refers to like a sequence of dna that can be inserted Mm -hmm. um but also that's the crispr is what's recognized by certain enzymes to attach that dna sequence into the body and i know people were trying to sell it like home kits and stuff like that you can't really hijack an E. coli bacteria, which is where most of the CRISPR comes from, um, or the basis of it, and then using that to hijack your DNA. Huh. Yeah. That's really interesting. I didn't know that part. Yeah. So that's actually how they first diagnosed or discovered it, because that's how they were using... They found in that bacteria that it was creating um, resistance to certain medications and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So then kind of... Oh, so they they targeted the resistance and then realized, wait, we can just futz with everything kind of futz and go back futzing with this resistance yeah so that's kind of how that crispr works and so when i saw that i'm like is this like a crispr kind of situation is it a prion situation but i don't think it's a prion situation mm-hmm. um prion prions are like man cow disease they're uh parasites as opposed to it's a protein it's, oh okay. it's just a protein that's wild that's an infectious type of protein that's why you can't burn it away sometimes too it's highly contagious it doesn't work like a virus it does not work like bacteria it's just a rogue protein that messes your brain up. Huh. So that's why I was like, is it a prion too? Because that can hijack stuff, but it doesn't hijack in the same way. So I was trying to think what would be like the contagious way of it. Kind of going back to the thing, Vanessa Kirby, I think she plays like Hattie Shaw. Yeah, Hattie, Hattie, Shaw. Hattie Shaw. Yeah. Um, injects herself in the virus and it just takes to her immediately. And But you see all these little, like almost barrels covering a potential virus into her bloodstream yeah like like you see tylenol gel caps float floating through her bloodstream almost yeah and you would think 
they said it would stay in her system for 40 hours and the capsules would dissolve. Mm-hmm. I, there's so many ways that it could be filtered out of your blood before it can do that. You know, like your kidneys and your liver are in charge of filtering out all that blood. So it's probably going to accumulate in her liver and eventually just exit the body. It mm-hmm. doesn't stay in the body, especially if it's the body recognizes it as something foreign. Things would be attacking it already. It would be filtered out too because those look bigger than yeah, other bigger. things. So how often does your blood get circulate through your body? Like how how many how long would it take for your kidneys or and liver to clean all your blood? So it depends on a number of factors. Like how fast is your heart beating? Mm-hmm. Um, how much circulating volume do you have? Um, and how well do your organs really work? But it's estimated on average, and I had to look this up. Uh, you go through the blood goes through your system uh, nearly six quarts per minute. Okay, so that's a lot. Yeah. Think of like going to the the store and buying a, like a quart of milk right. or something like that. It just con- constantly cycling through your body. So each time it cycles through, it doesn't filter out everything one hundred percent. But multiple. but it's going through it, it's going through every bit of blood in your body is going through your filter your filtration systems yeah. dozens of times a day. Yeah. yeah. So at some point, all that impurity should be caught. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why when you do dialysis, it takes hours. It's not just like, oh, here we go, one pass. It's not you a know? single filter yeah. system and like your Brita. Yeah, but also it's not just one path in your body, right? Like blood's going to go to your heart. Blood's going to mm-hmm. go to your brain. Blood's eventually going to make it to your kidney. Like all circulation, it's not just one highway. There's many off-ramps the blood can take before going back into the main road and then recycling again. So at some point... It'll enter the sanitation path, I guess, if you want to refer to that. And eventually that's when it cleans your blood. But, I mean, if you think about it, it's 2,000 gallons a day. Right. Cycling through everything. There is, And I'm not a doctor, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure there are less than 2,000 gallons of blood in me. Yes. You have about, I believe it's five quarts. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me double check. Oh, no, it's five liters. Sorry. Um, I think that is how much blood you have inside of you. So it's not that much. Yeah constantly cycling through and Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like that much but your heart's working overtime and really trying to get everything through so the actual solution to this movie would be uh hattie would poop out this virus and or pee or pee out or pee out this virus it might sting a little bit because those things because they're pretty big yeah peeing out little barrels constantly sounds painful i mean that also sounds like an scd too (laughs) so that isn't it's not that great on that part idris elba is the big baddie in this one he's like a superhuman idris elba plays black superman former, like well he, he plays black superman which i love like love that set of jokes but he did basically the same character in star trek beyond where he was a guy who was all about the federation and then got left behind yeah. and became a super became a half human half yeah in this case like jello yeah he bought into the cult yeah exactly and then, so that, and that's what he wanted to be and that's why he became a superhuman. And I mean, all of the there are some bio modifications in life, like, mm-hmm. or at least that kind of exists. Yeah, like your eye. Yeah, like like my glass eye, like your glasses. Yes, but then there's also other things that make you slightly stronger, like you know. But they're all external. They're not mm-hmm. like nanotechnology that they're showing in this right. future black tech blood ops kind of situation, yeah. it's, which is what they referred this to. So. Yep, he got to the point where he they completely replaced his spine, and they were cutting. Cutting down his back yep. like like it was a slab of meat, mm-hmm. so that they could, so that their oh, yeah. robots could, and then they work on his spine, and then they just buttoned him back up. Yeah, was what I saw too. And I think your 
I don't think you can survive something like that. Being obviously. zipped and unzipped repeatedly. Yeah, it's infection. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, that's the number one concern. Is you get cut open that many times, your risk of infection is super, super high. It happened at least twice in forty hours. Yes, <laughs> terrible. But yeah, that's pretty much like the worst part there. And then, I'm, I'm, I have so many ridiculous notes about this. Um, you just Elba's fight falling down the building, and then everyone like. I think him and The Rock go through a glass window. Him and, him and The Rock go through a glass window. We did see... So the, one of my first notes on this one was uh, The Rock takes a glass bottle to the face. Yes. they at least, So he obviously didn't have nearly enough damage to his face for having taken a glass bottle no. to the face. But they at least gave him a bruise the rest of the, That's the, rest of the movie. Well, so did Vanessa Kirby. She was pretty yeah. banged up. I mean, timing-wise, because what? It, went, it happened under 40 hours? Right. We know it's under 40 hours because 40 hours is when... The capsules burst. Right. So, but everyone still had all their battle scars from the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And everyone was so not sore from anything. Yeah. But that's... I mean, it's The Rock. He's the strongest the, it, yeah. man in the world. I mean, he grabbed someone... He grabbed Vanessa Kirby. No, no. He grabbed... Someone. Just, he, he grabbed he this just random biker guy. Off of a speeding... Like, he was in a speeding car and grabbed him off of a motorcycle. A, a motorcycle going the other way. Yeah. Like... His arm should explode off. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were two specific instances where his arm should have exploded off. That, and then towards the end of the movie, when when he was holding a chain, a helicopter by a chain, and his other arm to the to the, the truck. truck. Yeah, and then reattaching the the chain to the winch. Yeah, yeah, his arm should have ripped off. I don't care how strong you are, doing a Hercules hold of that caliber, his arm should be just completely shattered. So what you're saying is this was set in the Matrix. It's that in the Matrix or in the world of Transformers? Uh, well, we did hear that the Idris Elba had a Transformers bike. Transformers bike that with the Transformer sound effect threw me off so much, and I forgot what movie I was watching just because of that one. But uh, yeah, I don't understand how there was very little blood in this movie. I get it; it's PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be that much blood, but people took big old hits. Yeah, and no one was bleeding at all. Right. Yeah. Um. Them going through the glass there. The, uh, the bottle to the face like we talked about. Speaking of bottles to the face, what about the one champagne KO? Instead of the one, sh- one punch KO, mm-hmm. the one champagne. I liked that quite a bit. The I thought the <laughs> bottle would break. And then it just shattered so lightly. Well, champagne bottles have to be under bigger pressure. than wine bottles because they're under pressure. So, But yeah, that would do some serious damage. And everyone got punched in the throat. Like, yes. All movies. And tasered in the throat. Tasered in the throat, punched in the throat. It, okay. Tasered in the throat doesn't change anything like it's... you get shocked you get shocked okay period end of story you're get, you get shocked anywhere you're gonna tense up you're gonna go down like even during the scene where they were they were sitting in the chair getting mm-hmm. interrogated by idris elba all that shocking it's all the same reaction getting punched in the throat however totally different reaction it depends where you punch him obviously mm-hmm. too and it's not so much the direct impact it's the sequela to it that's going to really affect you so because when you're because when your throat swells then you got bad. issues yeah because like i'll get patients that get hit in the throat with the baseball and initially we're like oh whatever you're fine mm-hmm. but we know a couple hours later it's it, going to be an emergency because you have because you haven't done anything to yeah. stop the swelling in Correct. advance yeah and if you have and it's really hard to stop the swelling in advance too because you can't really put an ice pack on your, someone's throat correct um you're going to drop their temperature because your carotids are there mm-hmm. a b that's not really going to get to the part that you need to um, reduce the swelling of. So a perfect hit there can potentially get you later 
Interesting. Just end you at that point. But it's enough of a shock that just makes you go like, oh my god, I can't believe I got punched in the throat, but you're not going to go down. You're uh-huh. going to be really stunned most of the time. What about the taser shotgun we saw in the beginning? In the, the very beginning. I mean, I don't know. If we, have, we have like taser guns. But yeah, but taser guns are attached to... The like, battery? Yeah, they're attached to the battery. They're strings. We're not like a... Was it crowd control podcast? But not yet. Not yet. But I assume it would still work the same way. Um, you still need some kind of barb mm-hmm. to get into the skin so it sticks to you, and then enough of a shock that it will shut you down. I don't think we have anything that strong yet, honestly. But I don't know. I'm just. I was just thinking that the impact from from the shotgun would likely be worse than the tasering potentially and but then that also comes to another question is if you do need barbs in it and you're firing a shotgun at that much power will the barbs just go straight through you yeah and then you have a new host of issues on right. that part or it's like bird shot but yeah how so many, it, how many different strings do they have yes and it, i mean then it goes from less than lethal to yeah that's pretty mm-hmm. lethal because then you hit a get, get a perfect shot and you're done at that point can I say my favorite line in this movie? And I Absolutely. Think it's genocide schmettis. Yeah, that's one that we're not called naming this episode. Why not? <laughs> I mean, that was the mention of that all. The, they were specifically saying they were going to kill off all the weak people. And Idris Elba just very Gen- casually yeah. walked by and said, genocide. You're committing genocide. And he just goes, genocide schmettisite. Yeah. Just tosses it aside. And that line made me so happy. <laughs> mainly because... He went into full superhuman, uh, super villain at that moment. He did, yeah. That, and he had a super villain laugh. He did, but he only did it once mm-hmm. towards the end of the movie. Yeah, he could have done it much, much more. Um, Want to go back to the the escape scene with the slowest expo- explosion oh, in the history yeah. of explosions? Oh yeah, Jason Statham, Hobbs or Shaw? He's Shaw. Shaw. He's Shaw. Um, Shaw and Hattie Shaw, his sister, mm-hmm. were riding around in an open Jeep. Mm-hmm. And at one point he says, hold on. Mm-hmm. Or brace yourself. Yeah. And so she braces herself and she's holding on to the, to the roll bars and flying in and out, out of, of the, the car. Yeah, constantly in and out. What would the actual human response be to, I'm going to hold on to something and not be strapped in at all? I'm going to say this. The, I mean, she will go in and out, but mm-hmm. like the landing from that one... She's not going to be able to hold on to that unless she has, like, the strongest grip in the world. Um, she's going to damage something, guaranteed, mm-hmm. on that part. And then the landing itself, I mean, like, it's a saying in medicine, and I think in general, too. It's not the fall that kills you. It's the landing. Right. And that landing is going to get them, for sure. Mm-hmm. This is, like, the this is almost like a superhero movie with just ridiculous physics, all in general. Like, yeah. I can't believe we're dissecting it just because of how <laughs> ridiculous this movie is. But yeah, she wouldn't be alive. Neither would Jason Statham, for that matter. Uh, yeah. We did learn that Jason Statham is 51. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. It means I still have time. You, you can still get to Statham levels. I can. Yeah. And then I think if you go towards the end of the movie, they do the whole... So the whole plan, I guess, it turned into, let's not get her to... Let's get the virus out of her movie. Mm-hmm. So then they spend a lot of time trying to get it out because... They even said once she's infected proper, she becomes an air like she becomes very contagious, and then it goes airborne, right? Like measles kind of thing. And I'm guessing she'll probably start coughing and all that stuff. And while she cough, she's coughing. Every cough makes her organs kind of melt away. But they spend a good amount of the movie 
trying to find almost what looks like, or what they said, like a filtering machine to right. get the virus out of her body. Which was basically a dialysis machine. Yeah, it is a dialysis machine. Um, it's just very portable. I don't think we have a portable dialysis mm-hmm. machine yet. I think the smallest one can be done inside of your house, but it definitely doesn't work in 30 minutes, I think is how much time they said it would take yep. to get all the blood out, right? But they kind of just put it in some indiscriminate vein in her arm. They just slapped it on, and then you just saw, hey, a tiny needle goes in, and then that needle it was started. at least at the right angle. Yes, at least at the correct angle. But then if you think about it, when they put it into her arm, that cavity, if you think about a needle being the tip of a pen, mm-hmm. that means the vein is the size of um, almost like a beer can in relationship. Okay. So if a pen is the size of a vein, that needle that went into her arm, the thing around it was the size of a beer can. Okay. So that's the biggest vein you can find magically just mm-hmm. into there. The other thing is when they were sucking up, to go through the filter machine, it was only sucking up... Only sucking up the... The, the virus. Yeah. Not the blood or anything like that. So it's the smartest vacuum ever, too. I don't know how they picked the vein and all that stuff, too. But yeah, anatomically, that makes no sense. The other part, too, is usually if you do dialysis on a person, we actually take your artery and put it next to a vein. And then kind of um, we make it a fistula so they're connected so that the vein actually gets fatter and fatter. Because mm-hmm. the volume that you need to filter the blood is so high that it can actually burst all your the vessels okay so in this situation if she had it on jumping around and whatnot she probably bursted a bunch of vessels doing that stuff too um so she's in bad shape whether or not virus got filtered correct i mean she was jumping around she was in a plane crash sorry Mm -hmm. helicopter crash helicopter crash she was jumping around fighting people with this thing in her arm Mm -hmm. and a backpack and a backpack of an ipad yeah and trying not to have that all explode or anything like that. The other crazy part, too, is they filtered it all into a glass vial. Mm-hmm. While they were fighting all that stuff, let's pick the most fragile thing possible to put a deadly, deadly virus into and then just run around and gallivant throughout the whole back islands of Samoa. Well, if they put it into a titanium can, there would have been no way for us to see that the virus is also glowing They for could some have reason. done it like in Resident Evil. The T-virus was in a titanium case with a little glass window. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would have looked nicer and probably a little safer, too. But also, I forgot to mention, too, if you're getting that much dialysis, you're not going to have that much energy. No. Your blood, you're losing. So half of your blood or a good portion of your blood is being diverted into into your backpack. um, Yeah. So you don't have that energy. Half of your blood is in your iPad at any point. Exactly. So you have no nothing carrying the oxygen to your organs. So there's no way you can fight at all. Mm Mm-hmm. And she was full-on clubbing people and yep. then put one guy into, like, a chokehold and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, he did, and made did a sleeper hold on yeah. somebody. There were so many wrestling moves there were in this so, Well, I know. They it's, had The Rock the and Rock Roman Reigns. and Roman Reigns. I know. Roman, did Roman Reigns even, like... He, 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 he said nothing. He said nothing. And he was generally behind someone else. And angry. And angry. Well, he was Roman Reigns. Yes. But he was going around, like, spearing people... Doing all sorts of wrestling moves that I just kept calling out mm-hmm. every time I saw it. Like that whole last battle scene was just basically WrestleMania 34. Last year's WrestleMania, not this year's. That's what it felt like to me. I have my notes. Just cyborgs in general? Question okay. mark. Okay. That's all. Cyborgs. Yeah. Yes. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of cyborgs. I just think it's kind of I I don't know. They made them. 
Normally, I'm a big fan, but they made him just like this invincible enemy building up. They made him the Terminator from the beginning. And then they just broke him down to the power of teamwork. Yeah. That's essentially how he died, was teamwork. Right. The moral of this story is that maybe the real evolution of humanity is the friends we made along the way. God. And Uh, family. And family. And Um, I don't get how he was such a superhuman that he can punch people lift up a car, um, throw motorcycles at people. But he got succumbed to, like, a rock headbutt mm-hmm. and a couple punches from uh, Statham. Yep. Like, they were normal punches, too. Like, the whole movie, he was this invincible monster, stopping bullets with his hand and whatnot. End of the movie, nope. Yep. Family. Yep. Team. Punch, punch, knockout. Friendship is, is the real superpower. That is all we've learned in this movie and it's a great message i still think people should watch this movie it's yes great we we loved this movie i can't believe how many times i wrote there's another throat punch <laughs> it's all throat punches this movie is more throat punches than i've seen in any other movie even like that one scene where he was um statham was fighting down the corridor of a bunch of people mm-hmm. throat punch throat, throat punch, punch throat, throat punch throat taser throat, throat taser punch, throat punch. so many throat tasers too that was all that battle was they should have just called like Hobbs and Shaw and the Battle of the Throat Punch is all this movie is. But I enjoy it. Yes. Yes. So, Human Centipede. Oh, God. Bills itself as 100% medically accurate. Oh, God. If that is true, how medically accurate is Hobbs and Shaw? A Fast and the Furious story. You mean Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw? Um, Fast and the Furious saga. I mean, this is going to be a whole Fast universe, so I'm really excited. Um, Probably, like, it's not accurate but we don't know what the world of black tech and blood ops holds for us yet um yet but i would probably say like 40 okay it's not accurate at all like we are not watching this movie just for medical accuracy there's things that definitely could be made better or just to bring up the stakes Mm -hmm. but we're not watching this for medical accuracy we're watching it because this movie is fantastic yes uh, how would you make it more medically accurate other than, you know... Stop throat punching. Stop throat punching. I mean, it works, but it doesn't end people. I mean, at least this movie doesn't fall trope to the one-punch KO that we see all the time. Yeah, a lot the of only movies... one-punch KOs we saw were on Hops and Shaw. And they were... Correct. And they weren't even punches, they were rifle butts. Yes, but there was also one other one-punch KO. It was that same battle where he was going... Um, Shaw was going down the aisle oh, with yeah. a bunch of people... Hobbs only had that really, really big guy, and that mm-hmm. guy got one-punched. But that was, like, the really only other, like, feeling of one-punch in that whole thing. But I do like that they made him, the rock, kind of groggy, but then he snapped out of it so quickly. We don't know how long he was out for or anything like that, but apparently out long enough to put him in the most elaborate, like, neck noose yeah, and, and chain thing at the same time. With, like, electric tasers, question mark? Yeah, and th- were the chains... The elect- I have no idea. Current running. Oh, and I don't know why they kept on saying, oh, normal people can only... St- I don't think you can withstand five cycles of the shock. The vaults are what's killing them. Mm-hmm. It's the watts. Like, or the... That's really the... The amperage is what... The amps, yeah. Yeah. That's really what's going to get them. But, like, they were getting shocked like crazy and they were fine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just like getting a taser. It's just going to not feel good. But as long as it doesn't cross through the heart and affect anything, you're fine. Other things that would improve... Hmm. I don't understand the whole virus thing, honestly. It yeah. makes no sense. I so, mean, again, this is future science. Special viruses kill you specially. I, I feel like 
the let's extract the virus was just a way to make it different than let's give the antidote Mm -hmm. yes that that would that makes it a little different it's a little more gimmicky Mm -hmm. and it was able to bring in the rocks family because it's basic that's how because a car mechanic can can fix your dialysis machine he was you, a you very are. shady car mechanic. He though. was. He was working underground with his dad, who Hobbs turned in because they were running a drug smuggling thing and a car stealing thing and all that stuff. So he's very smart in the world of underground technology. But the whole dialysis thing machine makes no sense at all. Like, I don't know how you fix that. You can have her hooked up to a machine and leave her there while they fight around. <laughs> but they don't want to make her the damsel in distress. I mean, that right. was the biggest thing about this is they wanted to make her a very strong character. And I get why they want her to fight and all that stuff. But you can't really fight if your blood is not part of your body. Anymore. Yeah, if, if your blood's on vacation, you're, you're tired. You're tired. You're not thinking right. You're going to get punched a lot more. You won't have the strength necessary to do a sleeper hold on someone else. Um. I do have to say that this was probably the pinnacle of Helen Mirren's career. I can't believe she just randomly showed up. Yeah. And then Ryan Reynolds. Too. Ryan Reynolds. That mean, yep. stabbing someone with a brick, impossible. There's yep. no way you can... I mean, you can embed a brick into someone. That is very possible. But it's not a stab. It's not a stab. Because a stab essentially means using a sharp pointing thing to put into someone else, right? You can't stab someone with a brick, but you can definitely blunt force someone hard enough. Like, blunt things can definitely enter your body potatoes i've not seen <laughs> <laughs> i've seen other things like blood pipes and whatnot but not a pipe not a brick yet i don't want to say never or impossible because because you work tonight yeah so who knows what i'm gonna see tonight i saw a lot of weird stuff the other night but we'll see what we see tonight mm-hmm. but yeah lots of explosions oh all the explosions, like yeah, there should all of them should be concussed of some sort, like hearing concussion or stunned or something like that. They did with mention Vanessa that Kirby. they did with Vanessa Kirby a little bit. They, they did with Vanessa Kirby, but they also mentioned it uh, as a when they were going through the different Rolling Stones related yeah uh, jobs that they did. Yes, they talked about how one of them led to hearing mm-hmm. loss. Yeah, I mean that part. I'm glad they mentioned on that, but there were so many big big explosions despite how slow they were a lot of them should have been stunned and at least mm-hmm. one person got stunned unfortunately it was vanessa kirby right. and like if it's that much force that it flew made someone fly that machine should have broke too the oh, thing yeah. that was on her back yep that is the most durable dialysis machine ever it's because it was a really good ipad it's what that's why you put a case on your ipad true i mean we i should mention we do have other things that filters your blood or makes your blood go out of your body mm-hmm. for a little bit that is a portable size like the ecmo thing that we talked right. about before it's actually the size of like a slightly bigger laptop mm-hmm. and we actually use that on the field now um in um, cardiac arrest and whatnot to give people a chance so the technology kind of is there but it's not quite at the level that you see on there i should kind of go back and fix myself on that part okay yeah anything else we want to add on hobbs and shaw Looking. Other than that, it's great. It is great. Oh, the mind is not the strongest muscle. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most pet peeve thing I ever hear. It is not a muscle. It's a bundle of nerves. It does not contract. There's no muscle. It cannot lift anything. Oh. The strongest muscle is probably your heart, just based on endurance. Um, 
pound for pound, I think your tongue is also one of the strongest muscles in your body. I mean, the heart is the strongest muscle, is just as motivating as the mind is the strongest Correct. muscle. And fits with the theme of this movie. And actually real. Yeah. Because I guess a good way to simulate it is take a tennis ball and keep squeezing it and see how long it can go before you get tired. Your heart doesn't stop doing that. Right. So that tells you your, your heart's very strong. Um, but I think pound for pound, your tongue is also very strong because it can like lift and all that other stuff too. Mm-hmm. So it's a really weird fact that I learned, but I think that still holds true. Uh, yeah, I've, I, I heard that as well, but obviously not in a medical related situation. I mean, that could also work for this too, because what do you call it? Hobbs is a big talker, so saying yeah. his tongue is the strongest muscle There he we has. go. I mean, that would impress Vanessa Kirby too, in, <laughs> in story as well with this one. So that would work just as well. All right, so we will be back next week with more uh, discussions of bad medicine. Uh, if you're interested in reaching out to us, we're on social media pretty much everywhere at Hi Everybody MD, and you can uh, check our website, HiEverybody.Libson.com, to find out how to record your own intro. Yep, cool. All right. Thanks, folks. We will Thanks. talk to you next week. Thank you. Hi Everybody, a Bad Medicine podcast is hosted by Dr. Jackson Vane and me, Johnny Kolosinski. Our intro this week came from Maddie and Austin from the Will This Be On The Test podcast. You can find them on Facebook and Twitter at On The Test Pod or visit anchor.fm slash Will This Be On The Test.